um, on your notes, it says privileged prayer. And before I start, I just want to encourage all of us and remind all of us that Jesus loves you. He wants a relationship with us. He wants a relationship with you. We could all start singing that song if we wanted to. And Good Friday is just a few days away. And when you think of Good Friday, it's truly an acknowledgement of his love for us what he suffered and what he did. He paid the debt so that we can boldly come before the throne room of grace. Isn't that great? I'm reminded in elementary school when, when uh, after recess you're really thirsty. At least I was really thirsty. And we get in line for the drinking fountain. I don't know if they still have drinking fountains at the school system, but, you know, and you get in line and you're standing and you're waiting and you're thirsty and someone does cutsies. <laughs> cutsies in line, you know, and before you know it, you're further back, back, back. And then I thought about, well, that's not elementary school, that's like when you're in line for the movies or something, you know, as an adult. Or you're in an amusement park and everyone else is in the line and someone with some sort of pass gets to go ahead. Well, God would like to, for me to remind you that you are always first in line because you're a privileged daughter of the Lord. Because of who? Because of what Jesus did on the cross. So my first point is Jesus made it possible. As I was praying for this group, I, I felt the Lord wanted me to encourage you and to share, don't disqualify yourself because dot, 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 whatever that would be today. Don't disqualify yourself that you're not in that privileged place. You're not first in line because we are first in line. That's how the Lord sees us because of Jesus and what he did. And the Lord does not take the privilege of prayer lightly. God does not take it lightly. He gave us all so that we could pray in that privileged place. In Hebrews 4, 14, 16, Therefore, since we have a great high priest who has ascended into heaven, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold firmly to the faith we possess, profess. For we do not have a high priest who is unable to empathize with our weaknesses, but we have one who is tempted in every way, just as we are, yet he did not sin. Let us approach God's throne with, of grace with confidence. Let us approach God's throne with confidence so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in our time of need. Literally, Jesus gave us a direct line to the Heavenly Father. My second point is he hears us. He hears. First Peter 3.12, it says, For the eyes of the Lord are on the righteous, and his ears are open to their prayers. But the face of the Lord is against those who do evil. When you have accepted Jesus as your personal Savior, you have the right standing with God. You are righteous to God. You're in right standing, and you literally have the ability to communicate to the Father direct. I keep repeating that because it's a privileged place. Because everyone prays, but God only listens to his children. It's a privileged place. So when you see on Facebook when people are 
noting on my feed, I guess that's what I call our post, I'm praying for you. Well, some of those people, I know they don't even know Jesus. So they're praying to somebody, but not to God. The point is, is that we have an access to the Lord. And sometimes I think that prayer has become more of a ending of the conversation post that we have with one another. Talk to somebody and said, well, I'm going to pray for you and walk away and forget to pray. Well, you just shared with someone, according to how God sees it, hope. I'm going to pray for you. He takes it seriously. Kim, you said you're going to pray for her. Pray for her. <laughs> now, it may not be that moment in time. Maybe it's a busy time. But the truth is, God takes it seriously. And we do too. I know you guys do. I know you're women of prayer. You know, recently, when you think about God hears us, just recently at the park, um, I was down in the play area with all the many children at the Easter Egg Park, Easter Egg Hunt Park, and I was amazed how I watched the moms who and dads possibly, we'll just say possibly dads, um, <laughs> are at the play yard just keeping an alert eye, you know, keeping her watching and looking, and and then they would just hear someone say, Mom, or they'd hear a cry. And they immediately knew that was their kid. Now, when I was younger and hadn't had children, I would be with friends that had children. We'd be at the park. And I was amazed how the mom would hear this cry. I mean, I'm thinking this kid has injured. We're going to need 911 calling. And she said, oh, that's not a hurt cry. I'm thinking, how does she know that's not a hurt cry? Of course it's a cry. That's how God sees us too. He hears our cry, whether it's a hurt cry or just I'm a little unhappy cry. I'm amazed that we as human can do that with our children. How much more the Lord knows and needs our needs and our cry. So what prevents us from having a privileged prayer life? Before I do that, I want to read first John. 513, I write these things to you who believe in the name of the Son of God so that you may know that you have eternal life. Isn't that great? What a great benefit we have. This is the confidence we have in approaching God, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we have asked of him, whatever we ask of him. The key is according to his will, not according to mine. And that takes relationship, time and relationship with the Lord, reading the word of God. My final point is, so why don't we have a more productive, privileged prayer life? There's many reasons, truthfully, but I just wanted to key on on this one. Forgetfulness. I think of the many times... I would walk into a room purposely going to get something and stand in the middle of the room and go, okay, what was that? Right? Anyone can relate? (laughs) I have to go back out. Okay, go back in again a couple times. Recently, I've I've had the joy of uh, up in the offices to see the younger single women do the same thing. And I'm thinking, oh, there's hope for me. There's hope. Right? I think we forget. 
we forget that we have this privileged place of prayer. But it really doesn't take much effort if we just remember who he is and who we are. Right? A few weeks ago, I had the opportunity to, um, to care for my grandchildren, my son and daughter-in-law. They have five. And the younger one had to go off with mom, and I had opportunity to have them. And I had the minivan because my car doesn't fit all those children. Anyway, I had a chance to take them out and went to McDonald's for lunch. drive through. however. We never went out of that car, trust me. <laughs> it's like wrangling cats. Anyway, so I... I went to the drive and we decided to get a happy meal. Now, everyone knows happy meals are healthy happy meals, right? <laughs> Chocolate milk. I'm thinking, oh, they're going to love it. And they were all tickled to pink. And I, I got myself a salad. I like their salads. I think they're great. And, you know, I'm trying to be good about that. Anyway, so I didn't put them in the car where the kids could get them because, you know, that can happen. Eat on the run. So we went to back to the home, and, and their table is a, a nice, beautiful table, but they have a bench seat. So everyone got their happy meal, and they were very happy. And there was one child who was sitting on the same bench as I, and I began to open up my salad. Now, this particular child is very strange. <laughs> he, he likes salads. He likes salads. Well, he's eating his happy meal, french fries. Chicken McNuggets that don't look like chicken. And, uh, you know, we're just, I'm very content. And I begin to open up my salad, and all of a sudden, he looks over. He doesn't say a word. He's eating a french fry. He looks over again. He goes, hmm. And begins to scoot over next to me. And I look at him, and I says, are you okay? You need, you need something? Mm-hmm. He just slowly gets, before I know it, he's on my lap. And he's spying my tomatoes. <laughs> and I said, can I help you? Do you need, are you hungry? You know, hmm. He didn't say a word. All of a sudden, you just start taking the tomato, the croutons. The, he started eating my salad. And I, all this time I'm asking, do you need something? The Lord's saying that to you ladies. Do you need something? Now, I knew right away when I opened that salad that this salad boy would be wanting some of my salad. I knew that. Because the Lord says he does know our needs. But what is it about? It's about a relationship with one another. Right? Now, if we were at McDonald's, and I was opening my salad, and everyone had their happy meal. And a strange child came up to me and started spying my salad. I would say, where are your parents? <laughs> but because this grandson is part of my family. See, the Lord hears your cries. He hears when you pray. He hears and intercedes and desires to have more a relationship with you. My final scripture is Psalms 101, 103.1. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Think of his benefits for a few minutes. Just take a couple minutes. His benefits. 
that he has for us. I'm reminded of just recently, I went to put on a pair of jeans I hadn't worn for a while. And I went into the pocket and I pulled out money. Wow, I didn't even remember I had that in there. Bless the Lord, oh my soul. <laughs> Sweet, I can go buy something. This is extra stuff. That's what this is. Forget not all your benefits. Because sometimes you reach in the word of God and, wow, I didn't even know that was there. So, Lord, bless us, Lord. I thank you for each one here. I thank you that we again are reminded that we have a great opportunity and privilege prayer. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. <laughs>